praise you, Lord, I praise you, oh, I praise you, yes, I praise you, how I praise you, my precious Lord. I love you, Lord, I love you, oh, I love you, yes, I love you, Lord, I love you, my lovely Lord. You are worthy, Lord, you're worthy, oh, you're worthy, so worthy, oh, you're worthy, most holy Lord. Faith is the substance of things we've hoped for. Faith is the substance of things we hope for. While I was hearing that, the Holy Spirit was bringing this to me. This whole world, whether we believe it or not, is being operated by faith. It is operating by faith. Whatever we do, we are doing it by faith. We are doing it by faith. The Lord wants to remind us this afternoon. This fact that what we hope for is what we'll get. What we hope for is what we'll get. I want to repeat again. Whatever you and I hope for is exactly what you and I will get. God is such a faithful God. And when we go, and on our way our car breaks down, we see the first thing what can come to our natural mind is, oh no, right? This happened. Number two, what is the expense going to be? How am I going to fix this? Oh, the devil has caused this. Oh, now I have an expense. I challenge you today. If you and I are God's children, you and I need to believe Romans 8.28. All things work together for good to them that love God. Do we believe that? All things work together for good to them that believe God. That means if our car breaks down somewhere, that means something good is going to come out of that. We're like crazy people many times. People who think something, something bad happens, we get happy. You know why? It's an opportunity for God's glory to be revealed. When we are weak, then we are strong. If we are strong already, there's no reason for God's strength to be revealed. And if I am strong, then my strength is only this much. There's nothing substantial about it. But when I am weak, when His strength is being made manifest, that is going to draw the attention of people. That is going to bring glory to God. So every opportunity we get, everything negative that may come into our lives, it is our job to see it as how God sees it. If we look at it and we say, oh no, now I'm going to have a $400 bill and you know, I'm going to, how am I going to pay my electric bill? And if I already proclaim $400 over my expense, guaranteed, that's what you get. Faith is what you expect to happen. It's not something that already happened. What you are looking forward to happen is what is going to happen. See, faith itself is not something that we're trying to get from God. God has given a measure of faith to everybody, the Bible says. But where we place our faith is so important. Do we forecast negative? That means we are looking forward to something negative to happen. That means our faith is on something negative that's going to happen. That means something negative will happen. But when something negative really happens, from there, where do you go? From there, how do you move forward is what God wants to speak to us today. Something negative happens, immediately learn to say, thank you Jesus. Thank you Jesus. God is always in control, so why do we have to panic? 
Why do we have to worry when Jesus is on the throne? Why do you and I have to panic? When everything comes crumbling down, we see one thing happens, two things happen, three things happen, four things happen, all kinds of things happen. Many times we've seen everything will happen at the same time. When everything happens at the same time, remember that. That means God is going to get the biggest glory. That means more testimony. That means more things for God to work on. God to be glorified. It means you're going to say, God is going to do something good out of this. Something glorious is going to happen from this. There's an opportunity for our king to be exalted in all our trials. So why do we mourn like the heathen who do not know the living God? Let's turn our Bible to Hebrews chapter 11, verse 33. By faith, these people overthrew kingdoms, ruled with justice, and received what God had promised them. They shut the mouths of lions, quenched the flames of fire, and escaped death by the edge of the sword. Their weakness was turned to strength. They became strong in battle and put whole armies to flight. Verse 33 says, By faith, what happened? We're going to highlight, the Spirit of the Lord wants to focus on the bottom portion of 33 into 34. By faith, they shut the mouths of lions. By faith, they shut the mouths of lions, quenched the flames of fire, and escaped death by the edge of the sword. That means they had lions. That means they had fire. That means they had sword pointed to their neck. But what happened? By faith, they shut the mouths of the lion. Is that possible? It is possible. Absolutely possible for God's people. By faith, they shut the mouths of the lion. Now, where did this happen? Where is this verse drawn from? Let's go to Daniel chapter 6. The book of Daniel chapter 6. And I'm going to tell you the story we all know. Daniel was a man who prayed three times a day. Three times a day Daniel prayed. And in his kingdom, over all the people that the king appointed. Let's read verse 1. Darius the Mede decided to divide the kingdom into 120 provinces. And he appointed a high officer to rule over each province. Verse 2. The king also chose Daniel and two others as administrators to supervise the high officers and protect the king's interests. Daniel soon proved himself more capable than all the other administrators and high officers. Because of Daniel's great ability, the king made plans to place him over the entire empire. There's a word of prophecy that the Holy Spirit is bringing to you this afternoon. If you put God first in your life, He will make sure that He will place you first wherever God places you. Wherever God places you, in your school, in your college, in your workplace, wherever. God's children are second to none, remember that. Because God is with them. And God says over here, because Daniel feared the Lord, if you see chapter 1 of his commitment, of his dedication to God, Something is happening over here. This is like another kingdom actually. A transfer that happens from one kingdom to another. It was Nebuchadnezzar. Then it was Belteshazzar. And then from Belteshazzar it goes to Darius. Third kingdom. Even in the third empire kingdom. Under a new king. Daniel is getting what? High rating. Daniel is getting the favor of God. Favor of God is something so important. When God gives favor... When you have favor with God, you have favor with man also. God gives favor with himself and with man when we please him. And so Daniel had favor with God and man. 
and daniel soon proved himself more capable than all the other administrators and high officers another word from the lord god cares god says in his word i will show the difference between those who serve me and those who do not i will show the difference between those who serve me and those who do not when we serve god with our minds when we serve god with our bodies when we serve god with everything god has given us wherever we go we become that light wherever whether it's school whether it's you know playground whether it's marketplace wherever it is we are god's servants right each one of us wherever god has placed we are called to be his servants his light when we serve god when we are intentional in serving god not just existing doing our job just to get a paycheck or just to go do our school thing and come back home or just to play somewhere and come but every place when we take it as an opportunity to serve the king of kings and the lord of lords god says i will make you the head and not the tail you shall be the head and not the tail and so because of daniel's service to god and his commitment to god there was nobody like daniel in the whole land you know of babylon over there in the babylonian empire nobody like daniel absolutely not because you have a unique god with you when we have that unique god in us we become unique people there's nobody like you there's not another you in the face of the earth remember that god has each one of us uniquely made for a unique purpose god has each one of us made uniquely with a unique purpose nobody can replace you nobody when we remember that and we say lord i am called to serve you wherever i am in whichever capacity that you have placed me i'm here to serve you god says i'm going to show you the difference between you and those who do not serve me and so god showed the distinction over here between daniel and the rest of the people but the king said nobody is like daniel there's something very special about daniel let's read verse 4 verse 4 says then the other administrators and high officers began searching for some fault in the way daniel was handling government affairs but they could not find anything to criticize or condemn he was faithful always responsible and completely trustworthy that's a byproduct of those who walk with god right when people walk with god when they truly serve god there's nothing fishy going on they stand up for the truth and what happens as a result jealousy all around people say i don't like this person because there's too much favor on this person that's what got joseph into jail because of the favor but you know what when god's favor is upon you and upon myself no matter who is jealous no matter who gets upset about us you know what he will keep us up and up and up and up and up we don't have to fear about the jealousy We don't have to fear about the threatenings. We don't have to fear about the bitter words. We don't have to fear about the angry faces. You know why? Because our God is greater. If we have favor with God, that's all is needed for us. And so, these people were mad at Daniel. They said, "Okay, somehow we got to put him down. Somehow we have to eliminate him because they said, as long as Daniel lives, we're not going to climb up. We're not going to go anywhere." And so what did they do? They said only chance of finding grounds for accusing Daniel will be in connection with the rules of his religion. Isn't it beautiful? They're saying the only way to find fault is he's very devoted to God. He's God. So let's see in what way we can get him into trouble. Blessed are they who are persecuted for righteousness sake. 
God is saying how fortunate. Blessed means how fortunate are the people who are persecuted for what? Righteousness sake. When we are persecuted for righteousness sake, do we get upset? Do we say, oh boy, they are persecuting me. Not again. I am being a Christian and I am being persecuted in my school. I am being persecuted in my college. I am being persecuted in my workplace. Are you happy? Are you happy that you are being persecuted because you are a Christian? Because you are fortunate, because you have been given the opportunity to stand up for God, the maker of heaven and earth, that you are representing the King of kings and the Lord of lords. And God will make sure that he will raise you up even more, and more, and more, and more. So, they said, we are going to do something. We are going to somehow get this person. So they planned, we are going to skip a few verses. And they planned and they said, we are going to get Daniel in his prayer. He had such a strong prayer life. The heathen knew that he had a strong prayer life. There was nothing secret about Daniel's prayer life. Daniel was not somebody who had a double life. That he said, I will pray at home, but when I come outside, I am going to behave just like the heathen. If that is the case, then there is no distinction. God is not going to show any favor. When we come outside in the open, and I say, I am not going to be ashamed of God. I am not going to be ashamed of my faith in God. And when we stand up for God, God says, Oh, I'm proud to be your father. And God says, I will declare your name, Jesus says, before the Father, because you are standing up for me. And so with Daniel, they said, This man prays. They knew the prayer life of Daniel. I want to repeat. The colleagues, the co-workers of Daniel knew that Daniel was a praying man. If you and I are following the Lord Jesus Christ, everybody around us will know that we are the followers of the Lord Jesus Christ. There's no secrecy in that. If you have a perfume, right? And the perfume bottle is open, everybody's going to smell the perfume. You cannot hide the smell of the perfume. If you have Jesus in you, the fragrance of the Lord Jesus Christ will go around to everybody around you. That's what happened to Daniel. Everybody knew that he was a praying man. So they said, let's attack this. And so when we read the following verses, it says, They went and they went to the king and they said, O king, nobody in this kingdom should pray to anyone other than you. Because they knew Daniel will pray. Look at the faith that these men had, right? In Daniel's prayer life. They said, if we bring about a law, Daniel will definitely break this law because he is faithful to his God. Isn't that so beautiful? Isn't that so beautiful? The enemy had no doubt that Daniel would fear death. His friends had no doubt that Daniel will shrink from prayer. Because he is going to be killed if he prays. So they said we will surely get him. Look at the confidence that the enemies had in Daniel's prayer life. They knew him for some time. May God help us to be like that. May our family, may our friends, may our co-workers, may all around us know us for our walk with the Almighty God. That no matter what it is, this is what their life is about. This is their main business. This is their life. And so what happened? They got this decree. And they got everything set in place. And what did Daniel do? He did exactly what the enemies expected. He went upstairs. And what did he do? Did he close everything? No. He said, I will not be afraid. He opened his windows like he usually does. And he prayed towards the God of Israel. Three times a day. 
So he didn't say I'm going to go go to sleep and I'm going to lie down and pray and I'm going to cry over this pathetic situation. Oh God of Israel, why did you bring me to this point, Lord? I had so much favor, you know, in the prayer kingdoms. And now I'm going to die. Who is going to represent Lord your people here? Why is this happening? You don't hear complaints. He went as usual and he prayed to the God of Israel. And what did he do? Number 1, the Bible says the following verse. He thanked God. First thing he did was he thanked God. Second thing he did was he told God what the problem was. God was Daniel's friend, right? So he went and told God, "Lord, thank you for placing me here. Thank you, Lord. I am a Hebrew slave, but look what you've done to me. You put me above everybody here, and I thank you for that, Lord. But now this situation has happened, and I know that you're over everything. The faith of Daniel." His prayer was not a complaining prayer. His prayer was not a woeful prayer. His prayer was not a prayer that was drawing self-pity. His prayer was not a fearful prayer. Fear and faith cannot go together. Daniel didn't say, "Lord, I don't know what's going to happen. I don't know, Lord. I don't even know." And you have to remember, Daniel was 80 plus years old when this happened. He was not a young man. Daniel was not in his 20s where he can have that kind of energy and strength and you know like sometimes you can say young people don't think right and they will do things Daniel was old he was 80 to 83 years old when this happened you know how people would feel at that time usually they say when people get older their strength starts failing and they can get into a panic mode much faster Let me tell you this. God's word says the opposite. He says even the young people can faint and fall. But they that wait upon the Lord they shall renew their strength. There's a renewal process that takes place continuously till the day we go to heaven. So our minds get stronger and stronger and stronger not the other way around. Our bodies get stronger and stronger not the other way around. Our soul gets stronger and stronger not the other way around. When God is our strength in our mind, our minds will get stronger. We don't have to worry about what our forefathers had. We don't have to worry, oh, you know, my uncle had cancer, my auntie had Alzheimer's, my um great-grandfather had Parkinson's. They had. Do you need to have it? If you don't need to have it, you don't have to have it. You don't have to fear what might happen to you. Don't invite things into your life by fearing it because you are in the blood of jesus god has you in the palm of his hands and when god has you nothing can come near you it might have happened to them doesn't have to happen to you you have to say that to say oh it happened to them but not to me not to me because i have the mind of christ it's not going to happen to me i'm not going to have what my mom had or what my dad had or what my granddad had or what my aunt had because i have jesus His blood is flowing through me. His mind is in me. His strength is in me. Now Daniel even though he was old, he was 80 plus years old. What did he do? He confidently went upstairs and he prayed to the God of Israel. He was not afraid. He was not saying, "Lord, I don't even have strength. I'm so old and at this time the lions going to tear me up. Lord, I'm ready to die for you, but I'm afraid, Lord. I'm ready to die for you, but I can't take this pain, Lord. My bones are so weak." There was nothing like that in Daniel's life. All you see is strength after strength after strength because he was a man who walked with God. 
If you pray to God, if your prayer life is strong, Daniel prayed three, three times a day. And now you know the secret for his mental strength and for his physical strength. If you are a praying person, I challenge you today. Even a young person cannot stand next to you. Cannot. The boldness that God gives you. The mental capacity that God gives you. You'll be a testimony. That people will say, how are you the way you are? How are you? Right? So fast. So sharp. So brave. How are you like that? Greater is he who is in me than he that is in the world. That was Daniel's testimony. So, I'm going to finish in about uh, 10 minutes. What happened with Daniel over here? Him praying to the God of Israel strengthened him emotionally, spiritually, physically, mentally. If you and I need to be strong spiritually, physically, mentally, emotionally, then you and I need to talk to our God as frequent as you and I can. Because the more frequent we talk, the more strength we draw. There's an exchange that takes place. We are giving our weakness and taking his strength. Giving our weakness, taking his strength. Why don't you talk to him more often? When will we stop complaining? We should stop complaining right now, right this very second. And say, God, you are above everything. I'm choosing to give my weakness and take your strength. I'm choosing to give my weakness and take your strength. That's what Daniel did. Every day he went to God. Three times a day he said, Lord, you become my strength. Lord, you become my strength. And what happened here? After he gave thanks to God. After he went and talked to God about the day, about the edict, about the law, about all the things that happened. He got caught. That was a plan. And it happened exactly as it was predicted because he was a man who prayed. Now what happens here? I want to point out this one more thing here. Daniel's colleagues or his co-workers or his co-officials, whatever you call it, they knew that Daniel was a praying man. One step further, even the new king knew that Daniel was a praying man. The new king Darius, when he heard this, he said, oh no. Do you know what he said? The God whom Daniel prays, he will deliver him. Look at the faith that Darius had. We saw something like this last week, right? Where when Elijah told Ahab that it was going to rain, go eat, what did Ahab do? Ahab believed. Ahab was a believer of what the prophet said. He believed and what did he do? He went and ate. You know why? Because he saw what God did before. King Darius saw Daniel's life. And he knew the God of Daniel, even though he was a new king. He was a new king. But even in that brief period, Daniel had a very strong testimony. There was things happening. We don't know everything is not written in the Bible. But we know there were things that happened. There were answered prayers. There was something that happened that Darius knew that the God of Daniel is the living God. That Darius knew that the Lord God of Israel answers. That the Lord God of Israel is able to protect him even from those lions. So when he sends Daniel inside, what is he saying? He has faith. He says, Daniel, the God whom you so faithfully serve, He will protect you. Read that sentence and see. He says, He will rescue you. Verse 16, I want to read that. Daniel 6 verse 16. Let's read the last portion. The king said to him, May your God whom you serve faithfully rescue you. King James says, He will will protect. It's the same thing. 
He's saying, let him protect you. And you know how you know that the king really believed what he said? Because the next morning, the king comes to the lion's den. And what did he say? The king looks at the den and he's talking to Daniel in the lion's den. Insane to human minds. Because once you throw a human being into a den full of lions, they are gone. That person is gone. The people are gone. But King Darius had faith in the God of Daniel. So what is he doing? He's going to the lion's den, expecting to hear a response from Daniel. So he's saying, Oh Daniel, verse 20, Servant of the living God, was your God whom you served so faithfully able to rescue you from the lions? And he's looking for a response. Isn't that beautiful? Unless we expect for something, we're not going to go talk, make a fool out of ourselves in front of all the soldiers there. King Darius believed in the God of Daniel. May God help us to have such a testimony wherever we are. That people around us will trust our God, the Lord Jesus Christ, who is living. Our life should bring hope to other people, not despair. Our life should bring strength to other people, not weakness. Our life should be able to transmit the power of God. Where is our faith? Is our faith in our living God so contagious that other people are able to believe in our almighty God? May God help us. May God help us. We saw in the beginning, right? We all have faith, but where we place our faith is so important. Do we place our faith in what God says? Do we place our faith on the abilities and the power of the almighty God? Or do we place our faith on what Satan brings? What we think is going to happen in a negative way? If we think negative things are going to happen, guaranteed, only negative things will happen. But if we think that, God, you are bigger. I'm not even going to go beyond the car breakdown. If the car breaks down, don't think beyond that. Don't form your own stories after that and bring it to pass. Don't do that. When something bad happens, praise God. For praise opens the gateway, floodgates of heaven, and ushers in your miracle. So, we're going to conclude with this. So Daniel, he was thrown into the lion's den. And what happened there? Hebrews 11 verse 33 says, Daniel stopped the mouth of the lion. We know God shut the mouth of the lions right from Daniel chapter 6. Hebrews chapter 11 actually shows us how God stopped the mouth of the lion. Through Daniel's faith. In the Almighty God. It didn't automatically happen. Daniel was not screaming and wailing and, Oh Lord, please take me out of this. I'm scared. Oh no. He confidently walked into the den knowing that. My God will shut the mouth of the lion. And when he walked in the lions, they all shut their mouth because he already declared it over his life that the lions have no power over me because my God is all powerful. May God help us today. Whatever circumstance it is, whatever looks raging, whatever looks hungry and violent like the lion, in our circumstance, our God is greater. Our God is stronger. Our God is glorious. Our God is still on the throne. He is always on the throne. So victory is always written on our foreheads. Victory is always written on our lives. There is no defeat to those who follow the Lord Jesus Christ. May God help us to proclaim and pronounce Life over life. Speak life over your wife. Speak life over your children. Speak life over your finances. Speak life over your grandchildren.
Speak life over your in-laws. Speak life over your job. Speak life. Expect good things to happen even if it looks bad. Because when you expect good things to happen, your bad things will turn out to be good. Daniel stopped the mouth of the lion by faith. By faith. By faith in the Almighty God. Where do we place our faith? We place our faith in the one who can make all things new. We place our faith in the one who can change our circumstances. We place our faith on the one who can shut the mouth of the lion. He expected God to shut the mouth of the lion and he got exactly what he expected. Faith is what we hope for. What do you hope for today? What do you hope for today? What do you hope for today? Do you hope for good things to happen? Do you hope that God will bless you financially? Do you hope that God will bless you spiritually? Do you hope that God will bless your children? Do you hope that all our children will serve the Lord? Do you hope that God will bless you more than you ask or imagine? Do you hope that God will bless you with a long life with good health and strength so you can serve God like Daniel did? Then that's what you get. May God speak to our hearts this afternoon. Where we place our faith is very important. Faith is what we hope for. What do you hope for? I want to close with this. What do you hope for? What do you hope for? If you would hope that God would shut the mouth of the lions, that's what you get. What do you hope for? Shall we all stand up together? What we hope for is very important. What we hope for is very, very important. No matter what happens, no matter how our circumstance may look, what do we hope for once we see something happen? God speaking to your heart today, He says, hope for something good to come out of the bad situation. As Daniel hoped for something good to come out of his negative situation. Daniel hoped for God to shut the mouth of the lions. Daniel hoped for that God will be glorified. Daniel hoped that God would be glorified and he would become the God over that nation over the kingdom hallelujah that's exactly what happened for sharing it with us Lord thank you for giving it to us thank you for feeding us oh Lord hallelujah oh bread of heaven thank you for feeding us Lord this afternoon 
for strengthening us once more, Jesus. To walk in that perfect path. Hallelujah. In that perfect freedom. In that worry-free life. Hallelujah. In that faith-filled life the Lord God has given to us. Hallelujah. To place our faith on the Almighty God. Hallelujah. Not to place our faith on our circumstance. But to place our faith on the Almighty God. Hallelujah. Not to forecast doom and gloom. But to forecast what God has for us. Hallelujah. And we thank you. Every promise that you have given for us in your holy word. Is ours. Is for each one of us. Help us to hold it close to our hearts. And we thank you Father. Continue to minister to our hearts Lord. We thank you for speaking to our hearts. Thank you, Lord, for visiting us this afternoon. Oh, we thank you, Lord, how precious is your word, oh Lord. It is more precious than silver. It is more costly than gold. And we thank you, Lord Jesus, for giving your word to us, Lord. We thank you. Help us to apply this word throughout this week. To be like Daniel. To pray to you all the time. Three times a day, Daniel prayed. Help us to frequently pray to you, Lord. Help us to frequently pray to you, Lord. And receive our strength, O Lord Jesus. Hallelujah. Receive our strength for our minds, our strength for our bodies, the strength from you for our souls. Hallelujah. To frequently pray to the Almighty God. To read your word. Oh, Father, to put you first so that you can always put us first wherever we are. That you will make us the head and not the tail. To lend and not borrow. To be above and not beneath if we put God in this kingdom first. Hallelujah. And we thank you, Heavenly Father, for your promise. And for the faith that you have given each one of us. Help us to place it on you and you alone. On your word and your word alone, Jesus. And to see great things happen in our lives, O Lord. Bless us this week. We come with this new week into your hands, O Savior. Goodness and mercy shall follow. Shall we say together? Goodness and mercy shall follow me this week. Hallelujah. Goodness and mercy shall follow me this week. Hallelujah. Say it out loud. Say it with faith. Goodness and mercy mercy shall follow me this week. week. Hallelujah. Goodness and mercy shall follow me this week. Thank you, Heavenly Father. We give you glory, honor, and praise. And so be it, O God. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. 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 Yes, I praise you, how I praise you.